Oh, is the intro over? Yeah, the intro's over. It's okay to talk now? It's okay to talk now. Since I laughed over the last one. Yeah. Well, you had your finger up. It's kind of... You ruined everything. Kind of strange. Hey, wait to wait till we start to adjust the microphone there. <laughs> really enjoyable. <laughs> you adjusted the level, so it was all it's loud. Really so enjoyable. Like maybe I'll back up a little bit. In my ears, thank you. Yeah, Here, I'll, I'll turn down our headphone volume so it stays the same on here, but is It's not going to affect the actual podcast, though? Nope. No? It'll not still be even, the same? Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Okay, nope. that's good. Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Did it really a little bit? Maybe. I don't, <laughs> you fucking guy. <laughs> Why ask that question? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, welcome back to uh, <laughs> our podcast. We missed uh, we missed an episode there because yours truly jacked up his computer and uh, lost a big file. So we had probably the best episode we've ever done not even close for batman versus superman not even close and he lost it all what do you mean not even close you didn't get to listen to it well you know might as well come clean now i didn't lose it as so much as i listened to it and hated it and deleted it you son of a bitch <laughs> That's a lie. And that is a lie. That no, is a lie. a lie. No, I dug and dug and dug for all the temporary files and everything was gone. So just gone. It's out with yeah, the trash. Yeah. Like a full episode just dedicated full solely yep. to Batman v Superman. Right yeah. after we watch it too. It's almost as if we wasted that, you know, hour plus of our time. Oh wait, we had a good conversation and you know. That no one else gets to hear now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't remember what the conversation that, was. The six people that listen to the podcast, who are the six remaining people that listen to the podcast, now are disappointed that they don't get to hear us talk about a movie that most people hated anyway. It'd probably be seven or eight, but since you know they get lost and don't come out on time, then then we get yeah, yeah. Blame the board, me. The boredom sets in. Yeah, blame me. <laughs> all right, let's stop arguing. Uh, <laughs> so, what do we want to talk about? Oh, all kinds of different things. Cool. I learned an interesting thing about, well, not interesting thing, but I learned about you and your, your hate of current comedies. It's not that I on. hate current comedies. I just have a, I, I just don't like uh, repeats of the same thing. Well, this is, this is new to me. I've never heard you on a, a comedy rant like this before. Why don't you tell the people of your, a, your comedy a, hatred? It's not a rant. I just hate seeing the same comedies over and over again. You get excited when you see a movie with Kevin Hart and The Rock in it, and I, I look at it and go, ugh. And, and I, looked, I compared really funny. it, and I compared it to Norbit because it opens with uh, The Rock's face CGI'd onto a a what appears to be a sumo wrestler's body. Uh, that's that. Fat, there's just there's just yeah. literally nothing funny about that to me, not even a little bit. He was dancing even. He yeah. was being a nerd, and he was singing in vogue, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> and there was nothing about it that was funny. It was supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it, and then it, he becomes a badass spy and or CIA yeah. guy, and, and it's Kevin Hart in yet another buddy cop movie where he's being Kevin Hart. Yeah. That's just the same character he plays in every movie he's ever in. Well, luckily, I've only seen him in one movie. Mm-hmm. And if I see this movie, that would be the second time that I've seen him. So, Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, plays a badass who's a little bit of an eccentric. And uh, Kevin Hart plays a squealy, whiny bitch who's along for the ride. Uh, and that is a new concept. Pretty new. No. When was the last time you saw that? Yeah, no, it's not. It just does not even come close to appealing to me. Mm. No, he hate, he hates on that one. He hates on Neighbors too. Yep, don't like sequels. Didn't think Neighbors one was very funny. 
didn't find it appealing at all. I, I watched the whole thing just waiting for something really, really funny to happen and did, it didn't deliver. And I love Seth Rogen vehicles for the most part. I love this is the end. But again, what I'm talking about when I say I like certain types of comedies, I like comedies that are original, that aren't retreads, that aren't something where you just know. Like, I feel like a lot of comedies, I've seen so many comedies in my life, I feel like a lot of them, I can write the next joke before it happens. I go, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, that's the setup for this. Yeah, that's going to happen. You, you ask my wife, we'll watch a comedy, and like at the beginning of it, I'll tell her what happens through like the rest of an episode or the rest of a movie, and I'll hit it to a T, just because they're so predictable. So when I see something like this is the end, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know what turns it's going to take, or uh, like I said before, what we do in the shadows, which I thought was one of the best comedies I've ever seen. I didn't know where it was going to go, and I mean, I was from from the moment it opened, I was all in, but it was like, I, I don't know what sorts of turns it's going to take. It does look pretty good. That Swiss Army Man kind of looks like a comedy. It does, and that looks really good, and you know, that that appeals more to my uh, visual sensibilities, because it's, it's, uh, it's like the classic comedy, it, it's almost like it harkens back to the era where, um, where Spike Jones and um, Michelle Gondry were making movies. Uh, because those guys are, are music video directors, the Daniels, and uh, and their visual style kind of reminds me of, of those kinds of things, like Science of Sleep and, and uh, Being John Malkovich, and Adaptation, all those kinds of movies at that time. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that, and yeah, I definitely think it uh, it has a comedy element to it. It does, yeah. It looks That one looks really funny. The um, You also like the Sausage Party one that I showed you tonight. Yeah, it's the Seth Rogen one. It's a cartoon with food, finding out what really happens to food, but in an R R rated variety. <laughs> Definitely, I like the idea of a of an R rated uh, computer animated film. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what what, what the things that uh, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and, and and those guys do is they take classic sort of tropes. And then they put their own kind of dirty spin on them. And like I said, I don't, I don't always like just, let's see how outrageous and dirty we can be. If it's predictable, if you do something funny and interesting with it, yeah, I I can get, I can get behind it. Like you were, you were okay at Pineapple Express and I love Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express is, yeah, (laughs) it's Pineapple Express is, is, you know, put a couple of stoners in an action movie and you know what happens. And that was it delivered on every on every uh, on every beat, so that was really funny. Yeah, well, it cracks me up. I did. We watched a uh, uh, hotel Hotel Transylvania two. Mm-hmm. I never seen the first one, and I went to go watch it. And Netflix doesn't have the first one; it just has the second one. The second one, but it's an Adam Sandler movie, so we just watched it, um, not needing the second or first one. And it, yeah, it wasn't that great. Yeah, nope. A lot of the, yeah, a lot of them are just retreads. A lot of the kids' animated movies. My kids love them. My kids love the both the Hotel Transylvanias, but yeah, for me, I'm just, yeah, I usually zone out and go onto my phone or something like that, because I lose interest pretty quick. We watched, uh, we watched um, Goosebumps just came out on Netflix, too. Mm-hmm. And I watched that one. That one was actually really good. I, I enjoyed that it. one. We, uh, I think we bought it for uh, Roman, because Roman's really into Goosebumps, the books. Uh, he reads them all, and um, 
he really liked when he saw the trailer. He really liked calling out like all the characters that he'd seen in all the books. So we got that and watched that. That was actually really good. Yeah, it's really better than I thought it was gonna be. It was interesting to see Jack Black playing Harl Stein. That was, that was kind of a weird casting choice. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was. We saw uh, we saw L blah R L Stein. I saw. R.L. Stein um, at Universal one time. He was very interesting. We listened to him talk for a little bit and everything because mm-hmm. he was reading Goosebumps to all the kids because they had like a Goosebumps thing there way back in the, God, it must have been the 90s um, when Goosebumps was big, obviously. But yeah, it was a good movie. Um, it was weird to see. I was like, is that Mark Hamill? Is Mark Hamill yeah. doing the voice of the dummy? I was like, that is Mark Hamill. It's, did, I, you, did you pick out R.L. Stein in the movie? Uh-uh. He was in it at the end. He was the drama teacher at the very end of the movie. Oh, was he? Mm. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention to look for him. It's funny, though, because Mark Hamill, he, everything I see him in now, besides Star Wars where he didn't talk in the new one, um, he does like a variation of the Joker voice. Like if you watch, um, mm, yeah. he was in The Flash. Um, I don't remember. He plays this one bad guy in it, but it's like a variation of the Joker voice. And then when you listen to the dummy and goosebumps, it's like a variation of the Joker voice. And he hits these cadences that he hits with the Joker voice. And you're like, well, I mean, it's, it's the most well-known voice he's done. And he kind of just planted that in his head. I'm sure. And he kind of just picks at it whenever he does any sort of voice, just balls off it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one thing he's known the most for. You saw the killing joke. We watched it here, didn't we? The the trailer trailer for it. Mm hmm. It should be good. Yeah. Be interesting. And the animation in it, it it was an early cut, so it was hard to say, but it it didn't look as crisp as a lot of the other DC stuff. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking when I watched it, too. I was like, huh, that doesn't kind of look... I I don't know. For such a revered comic, I was expecting something different, which, like you said, it might be a rough cut, so maybe we'll get something different when it comes out, but... It didn't didn't match the the art style as much, but also just... uh, I, I don't know, the, the bar has been set really high for me for DC Comics, and we've talked about this so many times in the past, I, I just, I'm, I'm on DC's jock about their, about their, uh, their cartoon movies, but, uh, their quality is so high, so if anytime I see something from them and it's, it, it, it doesn't quite meet that standard, I'm like, oh, that's off, that's not, that's not normal for them. Yeah, especially, like I said, it's such a revered comic, not to mention you get Mark Hamill back and you mm-hmm. get Kevin Conroy back, and so you you would think it would be a little bit better, which maybe it will in the end, I don't know. We did, um, my son and I sat down and watched The Son of Batman the other day. Yeah. That one, that one was pretty good. Yeah. No, no. Have you seen it? I don't think I've seen Son of Batman. Yeah, that's the one with Damian Wayne, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I've read the I've read the story arc, but I've never actually watched the, the cartoon version. It was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had uh, some the Raza Ghoul stuff, and then the Talia stuff, and, and they had God, they had like Nightwing, they had Robin. She basically rapes Batman, and then has Damien. Yeah, I don't think they really. Well, I they kind of show it in the TV show. I don't think they. I don't think they probably show it in there, but they. It's she, like she like drugs him and sleeps with him, and yeah, yeah. he he kind of talks about she like they have a part where he's like, "Don't you remember?" And he's like, uh, "I remember we went out." Yeah, <laughs> and it was like. Yeah, and then we then we had a baby. So, but yeah, he's all he's really bold and he's a killer and everything because they kill and yeah, 
He was good, though. Yeah, he's trained by the League of Assassins, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because yeah. they have him set up to take over. I haven't even seen the movie. I know all the stuff because I but you read it. You said. read ridiculous amounts of comics. Yeah. See, I don't. I. Uh, well, no, I guess I watched. I I read a lot of the Walking Dead comics, and I I picked up a few of the Batman trades where it's got them all together. But I I've kind of stopped actually like reading. I know you read them a lot. I know you have them downloaded on your service or mm-hmm. iPod or whatever and or iPad. Yeah, and, I can go off of that, but I have um I have well I have like a complete run of Batman from oh God, I'm trying to remember. It's like uh late nineties through through the new fifty two. I have all of those digitally. And it's it's all kinds of runs. It's like Halloween Batman runs, like it's the I did pick s- up I picked up a Halloween Batman one, like again a trade. I had a couple different Batman stories, but I haven't read it yet. Nice. But I had like Scarecrow and uh, I think Mad Hatter, maybe Killer Croc, but yeah, it was all Halloween based. Nice. I i I've heard varying reports on the new fifty two. There's some people that Scott like it. Scott and, Snyder's Batman in the new fifty two is far and above the best out of all the new 52 uh, comics that have come out. And I'm sure that people that will refute that, but I think that it's the strongest of all the new, the new 52. It's been going for a while, so they're not really new anymore, but the, uh, <clears throat> the Scott, the Scott Snyder, if you can pick up the trade, um, the trade for the court of owls, which is his first run, um, the first like collection. I actually have a copy I can give you, but um, it's that's really really good story. It's a whole whole um, whole kind of background story about this group that exists in Gotham of assassins that nobody really knows about. And they're called the Court of Owls, and the owl is like the natural predator of the bat, and it's like this really cool sort of. They have it. Have you caught up on Gotham yet? No. They're actually doing the Court of Owls in Gotham. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really... Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's cool because they introduced uh, Hugo Strange. Mm-hmm. And he's running Arkham, and he's doing all these tests and everything. And it's... Um, oh, what is that guy's name? He was... Uh, he played Henry Wu in the um, Jurassic Park movie. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he plays Hugo Strange. He does a really good job, actually. Some, um, something Park, isn't it? I don't think so. No, probably no. not. Okay. Something Wu or... Who? You think his name is something Wu, and he plays... <laughs> Wu in the Jurassic Park movies, and oh yeah, Henry Wu is in it. The Jurassic Jesus movies. Christ, who's the guy that plays Henry Wu in Jurassic Park? Isn't it uh, Henry Wu? <laughs> no, I didn't say his name was Henry. It's just Wu. Yeah, Wu. It's something. Anyways, Wu Tang, right? <laughs> no, Wu Tang, not a rapper. He's Asian. Um. <laughs> Look him up now. Yeah, you should look him uh, up. Um, anyways, uh, but they're they're doing that storyline. So he's he's running Arkham Asylum. And he's doing all these experiments. Like, so he plays Hugo Strange. Yeah, he does a really good job at it. Yeah, does he have the big glasses and everything? Yeah, he's got the glasses. He's got the bald head, and he's got the you know the beard, yeah, like yeah, the little yeah. short beard and a chin strap. Yeah, huh. <laughs> chin strap. Well, that's what it is. Chin, on his face, yeah. chin strap beard. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I, I love Hugo Strange. I should I should really catch back up on on Gotham. I haven't watched it for a while. Yeah, it's cool because the first half of the season was the rise of um, the villains, and now it's called um, oh, what is it? 
the fall of the <laughs> no it's like the attack of the villains or i don't know something yeah. um but yeah they introduced him and he's like there and he does um all these experiments and everything and and there's a picture of him oh wow interesting wow that's a that's a cool take on on uh uh hugo strange yeah and he does he does a really good job too so it's it's pretty cool bd wong bd wong so woo wong it's close yeah it's close yeah um, keep telling yourself that it is it starts with w yeah um so i have, think i was thinking of randall park who's the uh asian comedian who's on off the boat and he's in like every judd apatow movie mm. i don't know why i was thinking of him i don't know because i'm a, probably because i'm a white racist probably <laughs> jesus um so yeah he does he does hugo strain it's really good and then um uh, he they brought mr freeze and he was really good and the people that are actually in charge of Hugo Strange is they keep referring to him basically as the Court of Owls. They have the masks and everything, but mm-hmm. they haven't. I think they've been in two episodes, but basically they kind of tell him what to do, and they're having him run the experiments at Arkham insane. Asylum. I love the Court of Owls. Yeah, and I've never seen. I I, I know their existence, but I've never really read anything mm-hmm. that has to do with them or anything like that. So it's like, oh, this is really cool. So yeah, they were that they were talking to him on the the newest episode and about what he was doing and they were going to take him out of power, but he's like, oh, I brought someone back to life fully. And, um, but they all had their owl masks on while they were talking to him and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was pretty cool. It's, you should, yeah, you should catch up. Like yeah. Gotham's one of those shows that I was like, I'm going to hate this show. And I started to, and then now I'm just like, you know, it's kind of like out there and like crazy, but it's really fun. And it's just, they have all these cool villains and, when uh, when the new fifty two came out, I read literally the first of every single one of the new the new ones that came out. Like because every week they release because they go on like alternating weeks. They release like seven, and then the next week they release seven, and the next week they release seven. They're just different comic series. They release um, different weeks, alternating weeks, and so after like the first month, I read every last one of them, <laughs> and. Uh, and after I read every last one of them, I, I the the uh, the one that stood out far and above was was. It's, it's interesting they do like they do like different they do like Bat Girl, Bat Woman, Batman, Bat Transvestite. Yeah, they do they do like they do like everything. Going well, fight in the bathroom. It's, it's funny. I think that they the I don't know if it was the New Fifty Two or it was before that they fired the guys. Um, they made um, they made Batwoman gay. And they were going to have her get married, and they fired him when they said they were going to have a, a, a wedding for him. And there's like all these people who like cause this huge controversy. And yeah, yeah, I, I was like, why, why would you make a big deal out of that? <laughs> it's a fucking comic. Let them get married. Yeah, let them do what they want. They just felt like it was. It's maybe, not like we're well, it, we're back in the Ellen days, right? It was. I felt like they, I think they they thought they were making a political statement, and they didn't want to be involved in either side of the political argument, and. That became the thing. Stupid. Isn't that kind of how, how it's supposed to be, though? Like, isn't that a lot of what comics were based on when they were coming yeah. up? Is they they spoke about progressive thought, yeah, progressive thought, and women's rights and racial disquality, yeah. and yeah. You know, well, I don't think they talked about racial disquality because disquality is not a thing, but inequality whatever. probably. Inequality, whatever. Uh, Fuck your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant? Race, racial yeah, disqualification. You know. Yeah. They've been disqualified from <laughs> a superhero race. Yeah, no, definitely. Comics have always been 
very subversive and and uh, sort of progressive in their th- in their thinking. So, you know, I like I, I'm I'm probably massacring the entire story, but I do I do know that there was a run they were trying to do, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's Batwoman where she was going to get married to a woman, and there's like this huge controversy, and they're fighting over it, and and the writers said something like, "We'll walk away from this if you don't let us do it," and they're like, "All right, great, you're walking away then," and they just walked away. Yes. Well, I guess that works. Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah, catch up on Gotham. I will. It's really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. A lot of goofy villains and everything, so. While we're on the comic book subject, um, what we can go back and retread over over Batman v Superman at a, at a different time. But right now, let's talk a little bit about what you have watched recently. Uh, a, uh, Civil War without me. Uh, Dick. Twice. Twice without me. Dick. Uh, I still haven't seen it, so we can't really talk about it. I mean, you can talk about it at great length, I'm sure, because you've seen it fucking twice, uh, without me, dick. I got uh, that shit then, locked down! <laughs> and then, um, you saw Deadpool, finally, so I want to hear your thoughts on that, because we've gone back and forth about Deadpool on this podcast. That one you saw without me, right? Yes, I saw that oh. one without you, by myself, and you made fun of me to no end about it, and I haven't seen Civil War yet because I haven't gone by myself because I don't want to be made fun of mercilessly by you. I saw uh, it twice, not it, by myself. Because it hurts my feelings when you bully me. <laughs> so so you saw Deadpool. Uh, we had an argument back and forth about it, and I, I conceded, obviously, and said, you know, it was a great movie. But I want to hear what you thought about it. Uh, well, before I get into Deadpool, I want to talk about Civil War. Okay. <laughs> so we can, we can get into Batman v Superman since that one was lost to the the internet gods or the computer gods, but it's, and you'll, you'll understand more. It's, it's kind of weird because, um, Marvel and DC kind of did the same movie in a way. I mean, they both obviously from the previews, you have superheroes fighting. Yes. Um, <laughs> in a war that happens in that movie. Yeah, oh, weird. Shit. I know. Right. No man. war. That's what it was referring to. It wasn't referring to the South. Many hundreds of years ago, but, mm-hmm. um, superheroes. But when I watch. It's, so it's not like, it's not like Captain America. Muskets and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain America is like working, working for Grant and, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ulysses is like, hey, go out there and do some superhero shit. Anyway. Black Panther's all slaved. Jesus. <laughs> the civil war that's no, what the whole no, fight I know. was about i got it <laughs> racial disquality your black widow's just the drummer drumming into the battle going in no she's a spy that's true um but when i saw batman v superman i liked it it wasn't amazing but i liked it and then when i watched civil war that really put in perspective Batman v Superman and it's not a very good movie now that I've seen yeah. Civil War, which I'm a very big, uh, as you've heard in these last podcasts, I'm not the biggest Marvel fan and I'm much more of a DC fan and a Batman fan and that kind of thing. So for me to say that is kind of a big thing, but, um, in Batman v Superman, the the how and the why I don't feel was put together very well, mm-hmm. and in Civil War it's very clear to the reasons why they're fighting. And so after seeing that, I'm like, 
Okay. You don't feel like they adequately set up why Batman and Superman were fighting in Batman v Superman? No, they had they had a setup that was somewhat decent, like, you know, Batman being worried about what Superman could do. But when they got to the end, the actual fighting, it was almost like Super or Batman was just like a like a bully. Mm-hmm. Like you're thinking about it. Because Superman shows up and he's like, hey, I need your help. He's like, I'm going to fight you. And he's like, no, man, we're like really cool. Like they stole my mom and I need your help. We're like this is what they want us to do. Well, I'm going to fight you. And you're like, well, just fucking listen to him, Batman. And he's like, no, I'm going to fight you. And then they fight. And like Superman didn't want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like, you know, the kid who's walking to school and he just doesn't want to be bothered. And the fucking bullies come up and start pushing him around. He's like, I'm just trying to. Yeah, but by that point, Superman had, had. Threatened him, yeah. Yeah, he, he he crushed his car and basically said, "Don't fuck with me. This this mm-hmm. is your one warning. This is my mercy." So, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, and I, I definitely I can see that angle. I can see at that point he Bruce can't be reasoned with. In fact, people try reasoning with him, like this isn't really what you should be doing. Lex has gotten gotten under his skin, and he's he's seen. He's seen the bomb go off. He's seen what Superman did to his city, what did to his company in his city. I mean, he's had this long history of these things where he's seen that the terrible things that Superman's capable of, whether uh, he means to do them or not. And, and he, I, I feel at that point, he couldn't be talked out of it. So even with Superman kind of trying to calm him down, he kind of saw him as those those villains that he fought in the path in the past who would be like, oh, you know. He he doesn't he doesn't stop. Not to, not to mention by that point, it was made clear that Batman had lost his way. He was branding people. He was killing people. He was doing several things that were very un-Batman. So, I, yeah, I'm I'm I worried it, about this alien as I walk around and brand people and basically put them in prison so they can get killed. Right. Well, that's what oh, I'm. Oh, by the way, I'm also killing. People that's what now. I'm saying. This is one. That's one of the things we talked about on the Lost podcast. Is that that. In in that movie, what was so cool was they 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 made, and this is what I like about it. And I know many people fucking hate that movie, but what I like about it so much is that they humanize Batman and Superman so much, and they they kind of expose their flaws. They like show that they're they're just these dudes, and Batman's his his flaw in that is is his sort of quickness to act and his sort of attachment to to justice and and feeling like it, like his his vengeance is served and that is he's ultimately waiting, he's waiting for the dawn of justice <laughs> well ultimately that's what that that's what drives every every piece of his uh of his action in that movie it, everything is all about him making sure justice is served and he's so clearly lost his mind and lost his way and stopped doing things the way that he kind of had told himself he was going to be doing them and as much as I, I can't stand the fact that he kills people in that movie, that is another thing that kind of just shows that he's over the edge. He's beyond what Batman is known for. He's beyond beyond his own uh, code of conduct. And in the end, what gets him to stop fighting? Martha! <laughs> he says Martha, and then he snaps out of it, Yeah, which is really dumb. And then he shows up to go save Superman's mom, Martha... And she says that lie, whatever she says, and he's like, "I'm one of your your son's friends." No, no, you're not. You just about put a spear through his fucking face <laughs> like ten minutes ago. Yeah. But to me, after watching that movie, I, and I didn't hate it by any means. I, I actually enjoyed 
Batman v Superman. There was some stuff in it that I thought was not good, but I, as a movie and a whole, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I just I nothing hate- was very like. Yeah, that's really the reason to be. I'll say this while we're on the subject, and, I, and I, I'm more than anything playing devil, devil's advocate here because I hate the fact that Martha is what made him turn. The Martha, I, I can't stand yeah, that. that. Stopped him. But devil's advocate, it's the one thing that reminded him of his humanity in that instant. It was the one thing that reminded him of of what the two of them shared in common. They're both king. Oh no, I know the reason why it was there. Right, but but it but it was it was corny and it didn't it was out of place and it was. With with him being so far over the edge, that's the one thing that brought him back. It was kind of unbelievable. But again, you're talking but about see, fucking super. But see, when Superman walks up and he basically is like, "Man, they're gonna kill my mom, bro. Like they want me to kill you. He's playing us. They're gonna kill my mom." Right, but he's so far gone to to believe like your mother, who's he's he's thinking of him as an alien, mm-hmm. you know, from another. He's like your mom. I don't fucking care about your mom. Your mom can probably do the same shit you can do. Your I don't mom care. has the same name as mine now. I really care. I'm <laughs> Batman. Well, that's what it was. It, it, it connected them. Oh, you have a mother. I have a mother. Your mother it was, was just it was your just mother is excuse to show right. the origin of Batman. Like we right. don't know that, right? Well, that's that's the thing that drives me nuts about Batman. Every 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 iteration of Batman has to remind you why Batman's Batman, and it's like we fucking know, we fucking know his parents died, and he's trying to get vengeance on everybody who possibly could be taking somebody else's parents from them. Yes, we get it, of course. And that was that was part of the great part of Civil War. You get introduced to Spider Man, the new Spider Man, and they don't do an origin story. Yeah, they don't browbeat you with it. He just exists. And they make like a couple of little funny references to it, but he exists. They don't explain his backstory or any of the other shit. Like who that. who is J. Jonah Jameson? I can't remember. They Oh, in the Spider Man? Mm-hmm. Um they don't have a new one yet. He's not in Civil War. Oh, he's not in Civil War? No, no. Spider Man were... plays a very small role in but Civil there's, War. But there's there's somebody who's in, in talks for being J. Jonah Jameson. <clears throat> um I don't know. I God, I would hope they would get fucking what's his face back. No, like, I'm sure they won't. But he was just so it's, good at no, it. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly sure they almost have it on lock. It's a black actor, and I can't remember who it is. Hmm. I know they just announced today that Michael Keaton is back in talks to play the main villain. Oh, nice! Because they kind of he was in talks, and then it didn't get very far, and then who's going to be the main villain? Um, they haven't said, but the rumor is perhaps Vulture. Mm, nice. So, did they have done Vulture yet? Yeah, you know yeah. what gets me about Spider. I'm sorry, we're, I'm keep off track, getting off track here. But you know what bothers me about Spider Man? His villains are corny as fuck, and nobody calls him on it. Everybody calls all the villains in the DC universe to be corny, like all the like the all the tertiary villains. Spider Man's villains all are the ter- tushy, tushy villains. Tertiary, like the third, the like third tier. Look it up. It, it exists. Believe me. I know it does. <laughs> But all the all those all those villains that are like the third tier villains in, in DC people make fun of those to no end. But the base level Spider Man villains are corny. They're hella corny. Green Goblin. Oh, I dress like a goblin. I throw pumpkin bombs. That's stupid. That's such a stupid, boring character. I don't. I don't really like Green Goblin very much. But like Spider Man reminds me of like the Batman, like Marvel's Batman universe of villains. Like I really like. Like out of all the the villains for all the different Marvel characters, like the Spider Man villains, I think are my favorite. And I'm not even like a huge Spider Man fan. He's okay, but 
like I like the rogue gallery that Spider-Man has. They're because... so Saturday morning cartoon. They're I like, know, it's so, great. Oh. Well, that's just like the Batman ones, too. So you're saying like they're, you like the campy quality? Yeah, I just, I like, like, I don't know, they're just like, they stand out. They're fun, like the Vulture and Sandman and Venom and Carnage. Like, he just has so many, like Rhino and just all those guys. I Venom and Carnage. Electro. Venom and Carnage, I like, but... Yeah, but Electro and, and Rhino and and Vulture and the, those guys are all so corny to me. No way. Yeah. Well, mm, which which Marvel villains do you like? <clears throat> I like the X Men ones. I like uh, I like Magneto a lot. I yeah, Magneto's like, good. I think Magneto's a great villain. Um, I don't know. I yeah, don't. That's I, right. You don't know. Well, I don't. I don't like Marvel a lot. So yeah. Yeah, that, that's I've always felt like Spider-Man's had kind of like the Batman version of all of the villains, you know. Yeah. Because like how many times have we seen Magneto in the X-Men movies? But every single one, which is fine because I really like Magneto. But that's the argument people have for Flash villains and it's and, and and I and I agree with the argument. Flash villains are corny. They're they're terrible, but they're no better than the, the Spider-Man ones. They're I don't I, I don't I don't see any any Mirror Master. Okay. <laughs> I think, and I don't know Flash very well because I just finally got into the TV show and never read the comics. But like throughout the TV show, I'm like, are they just making up these villains right now? Like, oh, no, he's got cor- he's got a corny <laughs> rogues gallery, and I, I I'll be the first to admit I love Flash, but his rogues gallery is terrible. But it's the same thing with Spider Man. I love Spider Man, but his rogues gallery is like, this is what we have to pick from. Okay, Ooh. no, they're great. They're not Sandman yeah. shooting the sand. They're all unique, and I don't know. Okay. King Shark. King Shark. That's your argument for Spider-Man villains? No, that's that's a Flash villain. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, that's terrible. <laughs> that's, that's my argument for See, it. I, I, I actually, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not aware of King Shark. I know a Psycho Pirate. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Psycho Pirate. King yeah. Shark, Captain Cold. Cat, uh-huh. Who's basically just Mr. Freeze, but he doesn't have to wear a cold suit to survive. Right. Um, Grodd, but he's he's interesting. I like Grodd. Gorilla Grodd? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that he's a Flash villain specifically, though. I think he's a, um, I think he's a he's DC like a, Yeah, he's a DC. But he, he shows up in the Flash. Yeah. He, he's he's across the across the universe. Yeah. Oh, like a Beatles song. He, he, fights, he fights uh Batman, too, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think he shows up in a lot of the Justice League stuff. But, yeah, I've always liked Sandman and... Rhino, yeah. like smashing shit, and Doctor Octopus. Come on, Doc Ock. I like the idea of, but it's still a corny character. Freaking tentacle arms are awesome. Yeah, no, I know. And they always ha- and they always have like they always have like real life names that are really close to like what they do. And Doctor Octavius. Okay, <laughs> octopus. Oh, how Kurt Connors? He's the lizard. Yeah, that doesn't sound true. very lizardy. That's true. That's true. He was a cool character too. They didn't do a really good job in the movie. I thought he was kind of like man in the movie, but I liked him in the comic books. Craven the Hunter. <sighs> you're not, not going to convince me. I, I've always thought the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man Rogue Gallery is as corny as hell. Ah, I hope they do the Vulture. I think Michael Keaton would be a very good Vulture. Yeah, especially after the Birdman. After the Birdman, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> they could just put him right in the Birdman costume. Yeah. And just spray paint him green. Yeah. Go at it. Yeah, Hobgoblin and everything, which is Green Goblin, but even scarier masked dude. 
Did you watch the cartoon when you were a kid? Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to watch... You um, would. Do you have a problem with that? Yeah. Yeah. Batman animated series. That's my problem with that. Yeah. Batman animated series, the X-Men, and um, Spider-Man were all my jam. No, oh, good. All three of those. Well, at least you watched all three. Yeah, they were great. I loved the X. Did you watch the X Men one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome too. The Sentinel, Sentinels, and everything. Yeah, just talking down. about it gets the theme song in my head. Yeah, that was great. Spider Man one, I watched um, a decent amount. It was pretty good, but I was the Batman one was the best for sure. Yeah, but I like the other ones too. I didn't watch like Power Rangers or anything like that. Didn't we talk about the Batmobile for the? The animated series. Yeah. How it was my favorite, and it was impossible for it to turn. Yeah. I was, it's a big box. It's like, okay, Sam. <laughs> like, how the fuck is that thing supposed to drive Design-wise, it looks the best. <laughs> the tumbler is cool. It's, it's the most functional, but the, design-wise, the the um, the one from the animated series is the best. And that was, I had a problem with the new Bat, like, the Batmobile in the new movie wasn't that great. The Batwing definitely was not very great. No. That was kind of a piece of shit. Like, I don't know. I like the Batmobile in the new one. It was very similar to the Tumblr. Uh, a little bit, but yeah, I thought it was very similar to the Tumblr. Yeah, you could do a comparison there, right? but they both had big wheels. Yeah, no, they both had like the wheels right in the center in the front, and they're both exposed, like the Tumblr. The other Batmobiles have wheels that are exposed too. No, they don't. <laughs> they do. You can see them. Rolling on the ground. Hit you from the sides, but you can't see the entire wheel from the top. Yeah. You're just, you're tr- you're trolling right now, and you know it. Not, I'm not trolling. I'm trying to remember exactly what it looks like. I just remember not liking it very much. You didn't like it, and you don't even remember what it looks like. I, because I didn't like it, you know, when you... Alright, you wanted to go on about Civil War, even though I haven't seen it, so please, by all means. No, it was fantastic. Go on about how great this movie was that you saw without me. It was so good. Yes. Like, it was, ah, uh, it was awesome. Like what? What are your favorite Marvel ones? My favorite Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I don't really like a lot of the Marvel movies. That's not true. Um, <laughs> I like Avengers a lot. I like Iron Man one and three a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I like uh, the first X Men. Completely and different looking than the Tumblr. New class now. Yeah, that's very similar. No, the wheels aren't. The tumbler wheels are in the middle of the car. Those are on the side, and they're covered. Yeah. Okay. Whatever Fuck you say. Plot. You don't even know. It's different. Completely different. Whatever you say. I'll bring up a picture of the goddamn tumbler. Anyways, go on. Iron Man. 3. No, no. Let's have a lot of dead air while you go through no. your phone. No. Fucking talk it. about Iron Man three by all means. I you you wanted to know what my favorite Marvel mm. movies were, yep. and I told you. I did ask that. Okay. So there you go. Just Iron Man three. No, one, three, and Avengers. You like Avengers? Yes, I do like Avengers. Yeah, no, I know what the Tumblr looks like. It looks like the new Batmobile. It does not. Yes, that is it false. Just like it. Duh. Not even close. Um, you didn't like Winter Soldier? I like Winter Soldier, but it's not one of my favorites. Why not? I, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't captivate me the same way that the other ones did. The spy movie is that why you didn't like it? No, I'm perfectly fine with it being a spy movie. It just it was wasn't... like a, a cool spy movie. Yeah, no, I know that. It just didn't captivate me the same way the other ones did. It's 
I, I appreciate that they did an interesting different take on a superhero movie, but it wasn't it wasn't the superhero movie I expected when I went into it. So Iron Man, Iron Man three, and the Avengers. Those are my top three. I don't like well, I haven't seen Iron Man three. But I didn't like one or two that much, and I didn't like Avengers very much. Okay. I did like Winter Soldier. <laughs> that one was good. You just wanted to talk about Winter Soldier. Captain America 2 Wait, why, so would you even ask, why would you even ask me my opinion if you're just going to shoot, shoot down my opinion? I was and curious tell what your opinion was. How, how much better yours is. I didn't say it was better. I'm just saying my <laughs> opinion is that. So what, what do you like about Winter Soldier uh, so much? It's just a good movie. It was a good spy movie. It's kind of like, um, like what I talked to you about with The Dark Knight. Like, I really liked The Dark Knight because it was a Batman movie, but it was more so like a mafia, like, crime movie. And right. I liked The Winter Soldier because it was more than just like, oh, I'm a superhero movie. It was, okay, where you've got, like, this Cold War thriller, like, spy movie, and, you know, he's trapped in the middle of it. It's like when we talked about Ant-Man, Ant-Man being a heist movie, yes. Mm-hmm. I get that. But how does that make it a superior movie to other superhero movies? Because it was well-written. It was well-acted. It was... The story was good, like really good. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed it a lot. Like the Iron Man movies have never been for me entertaining. Like I watched number two recently for the first time, and I didn't like that one. Number two is not great. List that, but yeah. um, Iron Man one was okay. It was an origin movie, and I always have kind of a problem with some of the origin movies because they seem slow to me. Um, and I haven't seen Iron Man three yet. Avengers. It was cool to see them all kind of get together, but I don't think it was really that great of a movie (laughs) it just wasn't and age of ultron didn't come along and help it out any ultra age of ultron was yeah it it lost me pretty quick but avenger the first avengers i thought was great it was just such a spectacle yeah yeah it was well and age of ultron was too but it was kind of like second rate spectacle because you'd already seen it in the first one yeah but Avengers took everything that um, that had been set up for the Marvel Universe so far, and integrated all together so well. And it and they they hired a director that knows comic books, that writes comic books, that knows the Marvel Universe so well. And they, in my in my opinion, they integrated everything together so seamlessly. It just fit. It just worked so well. And I. And I just had a, a blast. It was like a, a it was like a fun popcorn movie for the summer. And I don't usually like stuff like that, but it that that one got me. Yeah, I normally like the things that Josh Whedon does, but I felt like with the two Marvel movies, he wasn't the best choice. And I don't know how much of that was him, or how much of it was Marvel telling him what they wanted. You you are. You are kind of against the grain when you're saying that you know that, right? Mm-hmm. That like 90% of the people that saw that movie are like, Joss Whedon was absolutely the best person you could have picked to do this. I know. Okay. Just making sure. And then and then Avengers 2 happened. Yeah. Avengers 2, say what you will about it. You can shit on it all you want because I, I don't like it as a movie, but I don't think it was that terrible. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, yeah. but it wasn't great. No, it wasn't. And but I, I definitely think that Avengers One was one of the better superhero movies that have been made ever. We'll just wait till you see Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Rousseau brothers—they're so good with the characters. Like, uh, they just 
they do such like um it's like Scarlet Witch in, in Age of Ultron. Like she was introduced, she didn't really do a whole lot, she was in a little bit, and she was just kinda like there as an additional character. Like in this one they give her heart, they give her like you learn about her, they just and then like the Russo brothers seem to know what to do with um Black Widow too. Like they just and Winter Soldier they wrote her really good. And this one, they write it really good. They use it really good. Like in this movie, they have so many, like more characters than even like a normal Avengers movie. And each one gets like the perfect amount of screen time, like the perfect amount of like stuff to do. And, um, the fights are all awesome and it's, they've got some humor in it, but it's not like, uh, it's not corny. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was really, really good. Like it was, it's the best Avengers movie. That's not actually an Avengers movie, hmm. but it is basically, but I just didn't call it Avengers three, <laughs> but it's Avengers two point five. Yeah, okay. It is. No, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't. I can't really weigh in. I I I don't know what you mean when you say they have they have a little bit of humor, but it's not corny. Is that kind of like a dig at at the way they they do things in Avengers? Is like I I thought Josh Whedon's humor was kind of cornyish, which kind of filled that. Popcorny spectacle. Not not fun. only that, it was written like a comic book. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dialogue, the dialogue in Avengers might as well have been have been an Avengers comic book, which is fine if it was a comic book, but but it's a comic book movie, and that's the problem though. When you translate from a comic book to a comic book movie, it's kind of like the joke they made in the original X Men. Like you expect us to run around wearing, you know, black spandex or blue spandex or whatever it is. Right. You you kind of have that. You want to translate it to appease the comic book fans, but you have to make it to where it's not completely corny. And I know a lot of people are into comic books because of that corny factor and that you know. But that's not everybody. Yeah, they're not into it for the corny factor. They're into it because of the way it's written. And that's, I mean, the dialogue was spot on. It's the way they would have talked. Batman v Superman. I like I like my Batman dark. <laughs> I like it, you know, Batman. But there, <laughs> <laughs> there was like no, um, there wasn't a lot of fun in that movie. What like, do you mean? There just wasn't fun. Like like Batman hated life. Superman hated life. Like they all just hated life. There just wasn't a whole lot of. Fun it. Lex Luthor hated life. He was all crazy and everything. It was. You realize you just contradicted yourself in the same sentence, right? I like my Batman dark. I like him. Which I'm sure you, I, I, I assume the word you're looking for was brooding. But I, you said that, and then you immediately goes, go. Uh, uh, there just wasn't any fun in it. There wasn't well, though. Where's the fun in a dark Batman? The, well, the the Dark Knight trilogy was dark, but they still had. Moments of fun in it. No, no. They were dark and they stayed dark. No, they had laughter, they had jokes, they had funny things. Where? All over the place. All up in it. There was funny. No. Yeah, there no. was. A lot more than this one. No. I've, 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 there were, there were funny points in this and for the most part it was just as dark as those and at some points even darker. <sighs> you need to watch Civil War. Okay. I, I agree that I need to watch Civil War. Uh, I disagree with a lot of your points on Batman v Superman, but I also take, much like you take the uh, counterpoint to the popular belief that Joss Whedon is the best choice for the Avengers, I, I 
against popular belief think that Batman v Superman was a good movie. So good I saw it twice. You saw it again? Uh-huh. Who? Your kids? Mm-hmm. Did they like it? They did. They had a good time. They enjoyed it. What did you think the second time you watched it? Pretty much the same thing I thought of it the first time I watched it. Yeah? Yeah. On Doomsday. I'm going to go cut myself in a dirty pool I, of water and make life. I Again, I again, the Doomsday thing bugs me. I, I don't like that Doomsday. I don't I don't like his origin. I don't like the way he's... I, energy I, makes it stronger. Let's keep using energy on it. But I have the unpopular fandom for that version of Lex Luthor. I liked I liked Jesse Eisenberg. I liked it, too. Yeah. I, that, was a, that was a very different take on Lex Luthor, and a lot of people couldn't stand it, and I thought it was great. In the last episode, we talked about Lex Luthor, and I appreciated the fact that Lex Luthor has always been a psychopath, but he's never really visibly shown it. Yeah, you've seen it obviously in his actions and his you know taking over the world, but I did enjoy like the psychotic breaks that Jesse Eisenberg obviously had with this version of it, and I appreciated that. I actually like his version of it. So. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'm not getting down on Batman v Superman because I didn't like the movie. There was a lot about it that I liked, but there was pieces that I did not like. Yeah. Um, I did not like the introduction to all the Justice League characters. That was garbage. Yeah. Could have done without it. Yeah. I, I don't tease them unless you're going to give me something. Well, yeah. It's such a cop out because you can totally see it's just them trying to play catch up to get ready for the Justice League movie, which is the next one to come out. Well, it's, I think Wonder Woman and then Justice League, but it's an insert of a trailer for a movie mm-hmm. years in advance. It's a way of going, this is what's going to, this is what's to come, but not really expanding upon it. And then their, the treatment of Wonder Woman was so one dimensional. It was like, I was excited to see her. I was excited to see her fighting and I was excited to see her involved in everything, but it was kind of like, oh, there she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, it was fun when she was there, but yeah, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to it. And the way this movie made it seem was like Lex Luthor picked out all the names of the Justice League people and made video about them and everything else. So I don't, I don't know that it, it inferred that he picked out their names. He had the names of them all on there. Uh, yeah, but did he pick them out? I don't know. I mean, obviously, they're supposed to be like... I'll call him Aquaman. <laughs> it seems to be that oh, way. Well, cyborg. <laughs> they didn't have any other offerings of it. So, it looks like yeah. he named them the names that they have. He had dossiers on them. That doesn't necessarily mean that he was the one that filled out the dossiers. Well, then maybe his henchmen named all the superheroes. I don't know. Or maybe they found them. They had their names intact already, and he just included those in the dossier file. Yeah. It's like, hey, Metal Man. He's like, actually, my name is Cyborg. And he's like, oh, I'll put that in my dossier then. Well, I, I don't, I don't think that. The... Oh, hello, Fishman. I don't. No, it's <laughs> Aquaman. I don't think the video footage that he obtained was specifically obtained by his company. I think that he probably obtained it through illegal means, and then. Do you think the, a fisherman from... was filming, and then they saw Aquaman? Aquaman's like, shit, I knew I shouldn't have gone this close to the surface. Well, think about the photo they had of, of Wonder Woman that was just a World War II photo that should have never fallen into his hands. Probably not. Right. I'm talking about Aquaman. I'm talking I know. About I'm, I'm talking fish about fish boy swimming down in the water. I'm talking about all of that. That I, the, uh, the one of Aquaman looked like it was a, a camera exploring a sunken ship. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it had anything to do with, we're going to try to find Aquaman. Yeah. I think, I think and then it, he pops out. Right. Oh, I'm on the ship. 
So I think it was just obtained footage of a number of different, uh, you don't think Aquaman would have been like, I should probably destroy this camera so that it doesn't get out that I'm Aquaman. He fucking did. Yeah, they still had all the footage. Yeah. So you think he should have gone and massacred everybody on the ship who was, who had the drone? Should have sucked that shit. Who had the drone under that shit. Yeah. Made his little trident thing. Yeah. Actually, and I, (laughs) I don't think Aquaman's really cool, but I was really hoping that this would be a cool Aquaman. And not to say that he might not be cool, but that little oh. tidbit did not make me think that he was going to be cool. Preconceived notions about Aquaman, no matter how cool they would have made him look, everybody would have gone, oh, fucking Aquaman. No, I wouldn't have. I was like... Bullshit. Because I thought he looked cool in there and you... He was like... He looked like, he looked like Cal Drogo underwater. <laughs> he looked ridiculous. But he's fucking Aquaman. What is he supposed to look like? What would have made him look? No, you're the director. Let me, let me take you're this the back. He didn't look. He didn't look ridiculous. Artist. His his costume was fine. Uh-huh. He looked like Aquaman, uh-huh. which is fine. He didn't actually look like Aquaman. Well, Aquaman's like a blonde haired, blue eyed guy with like a, a goatee. He no was. He had long flowing black hair and a big beard, big black beard. So they definitely changed the look of Aquaman. He looked like a merman. He looked like Cal Drogo <laughs> swimming underwater, <laughs> and I think that was intentional. His action of what he was doing did not make me think Aquaman looked cool. Yeah. Which I was going into the movie thinking, I am excited for them to do a cool Aquaman version, which they still could do in the All actual right. stuff. So, so pause. What would make Aquaman look cool? Whatever that was not used in this movie. You are so full of shit. <laughs> I'm not full There's of shit. There's nothing they could do in your eyes that would make Aquaman look That's cool. That's not true at all because I want Aquaman. I'm not... I'm not an Aquaman hater. I want Aquaman to look cool. You want him him to to succeed. You want want Aquaman to go out there and impress people and be like, I'm fucking Aquaman. You want him to look like a dingus so you can say he looks like a dingus. I don't. Yeah. I don't You do 100%. No. You want him, you want Aquaman to fail. You are an Aquaman hater. I'm completely fine with Aquaman. I've seen the bumper sticker on your car with the Aquaman symbol with the no symbol on top of it. Yeah, he has a symbol. What's the symbol? It's a big A. It has like a little fin on it. I, I'm all for him being cool. Bullshit. That's, I don't care about Cyborg. Do you, do I don't you, care about Cyborg being cool. Do you know what Aquaman looks like in the comics? Yeah, he's got blonde hair. Right. And no, blue no, 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 eyes. No, no, no. I mean costume wise. And a pale complexion. I mean costume wise. Yeah, he's got the orange and then he's got the green. He's got an orange scaly top yeah, and green I tights. I know. He looks corny as fuck. In the movie, he had tattoos. Tattoos. Ooh, fucking tattoos. Yeah. That makes him look so cool. He had like tribal tattoos. Yeah. He looked like Cal Drogo like, like under tattoos. fucking water. I don't know what they could have done to make him look cooler for you. I don't think anything. I think the fact that he's Aquaman, he's underwater, he's sober, it doesn't matter what he looks like, you're going to go, he looks like fucking Aquaman. I would, would have been fine if they had done a better job. <laughs> you're so full of shit. <laughs> you can't even tell me what would make him cooler. Because I don't know what would make him cooler. I just know that I didn't like that uh-huh. way that he looked. But if he... You you don't know what will make him look cooler because you're convinced that there's no way to make him look cool. That's not true. Nah. I want Aquaman to... I want DC to succeed and I want Aquaman to succeed and... 
The Flash and all. I'm going to move on because we're going in circles here. We're swimming in circles <laughs> around Aquaman. Swimming in circles. Yeah, but you need to go see Civil War. Oh well. On to Deadpool though. Yep. I very much enjoyed that movie. All right, great. That's all the time we have. To- <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of Deadpool? It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the humor was great, and Ryan Reynolds knocked it out of the park. And- did you watch it with your kids? No, no, <laughs> no. It was funny too because I I had it on the coffee table, and Ryan could give a shit about those types of movies, but Wesley comes in and he's like, "Oh, I see you got Deadpool." I was like, "Yeah." Suppose I still can't watch it, right? Because it's an adult movie. I said, "Yeah, that's true." Oh man, really wish I could watch me some Deadpool, but I guess I can't. <laughs> I like, yeah, my kids yeah, did the can't. same thing. Yeah, and then I watched it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, no, he's not going to watch this." Well, that was. <clears throat> I was watching with Melissa and we were like, she's like, so she was kind of into it and she was kind of going like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about them watching it. I'm like, Oh, I'll give it a little bit of time. We'll see. And then they, they got, they got to the sex scene. She's like, Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about, it. I was like, well, I could probably just fast forward the sex scene or skip it, but then they're kind of, uh, the cussing stuff, they're kind of, um, little sponges with that. Yeah. So I was like, ah, guess I'll bypass that. But it, it had like amazing comedy. All the fourth wall shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like the action was great. <laughs> I love at the end when, um, he's got the, the bad guy and then he, he blows off his head. <laughs> Colossus is like, <gasps> just like throwing, throwing up. up. Yeah. And <laughs> so why did you do that? I love the comments he makes about how, how they couldn't, they couldn't get the licenses for better X-Men characters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's really funny. No. And, and that was the other funny thing too is, you know, I almost wish I had seen that movie before Batman v Superman because the joke they make about, um, you know, the big superhero landing mm-hmm. and then you watch Batman v Superman and, and they do, Superman does the big superhero landing and <laughs> all that stuff. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. You ready for it, guys? Big superhero landing. Here it Oh, there it is. That was <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. The, the whole freeway scene was awesome. Um, all the little side characters were great and yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was really funny. I thought, it, I thought it was a, uh, well executed superhero movie and, and it, and it did things that other superhero movies hadn't done before. And I look forward to seeing more mm-hmm. from, from the Deadpool universe. It's so awesome to have like Rob, Ryan Reynolds, who obviously like really, really cares about that character. Yeah. He's like really into it. So, you know, it was, it was so funny. That whole movie cracked me up. They made a lot of, they made, uh, not a lot. They made, I think three Green Lantern jokes too. Yeah. They had the, the guy's wallet that was flying out in the beginning and it had the, it had the Green Lantern trading card in it. And then, uh, when he's, when he's going, uh, <laughs> when he's going in for Just the to surgery, put me in green. he goes, "Don't make, don't make, don't make the suit green or animated." <laughs> yeah. Although I do have to wonder, after when he's in this facility and he's trying to get out and everything, and he goes, "Oh yeah, he has super healing," and then the whole facility catches on fire and he just leaves, and then he acts surprised later on when Deadpool's still alive. I'm like, "You did know he has super healing, right?" Right. And you're surprised. Prize that he survived a fire, but minor quips. Yeah, that what bothers me. But yeah, it was it was good. I like that one a lot. I like me the Deadpool, and then uh, supposedly the next one's going to have uh, Cable in it too, which would yeah. be cool. You're talking about Ron Perlman potentially being Cable. 
He wants to be Cable. I don't know if Fox is. You know, a lot of people are excited about Cable. I don't really give a shit about Cable as a character. But great. He's cool. Cable's going to be in it. It'll be interesting to see who it is and what they do with him. But yeah, I think, I think the idea is that of, of, of the superhero team ups, Cable and, and, and Deadpool are funny together. They have a, they have a good kind of chemistry. So yeah, which I, I thought he had a pretty good one with Colossus. Yeah. Although it's funny that they make all those jokes about, uh, animated suits and everything and then Colossus was a full on CGI full on, character yeah, yeah CGI character the whole time so it was kind of kind of weird but yeah it was a good it was a good movie I can't wait for them to do more yeah and I I still haven't gotten excited about the new X-Men like I love X-Men they're probably my favorite Marvel group of people but I just I have not yet to get excited about the new X-Men movie. Well, it's so funny. They, they, they like, they like blow this whole him being bald out of proportion. Like they did like this big YouTube video of Patrick Stewart, like being there, like when he's shaving his, or, or like Skyping him while he's shaving his head. Like, okay. He's fucking bald now. Who cares? <laughs> Professor X goes bald at some point. They shave his head at some point. Who fucking cares? Like, why Who is that? Fuck. Like, Xavier with or without hair. I don't care. Like, what is that? Why is that all of a sudden like this big, and that was like this big reveal in the trailer. Like, look, he's in the chair and he's bald now. Yeah. Look you at know? that. Oh, I didn't see that shit coming. Oh, okay. Cause that's the classic version of Xavier that we know. Yeah. It was odd. And there's so many superhero movies coming out this year too. So, and it's, there's so many good ones coming out. We've already had like two really good ones and one. Okay. One. And so, I don't know. It's at the bar kind of high, I think. It does. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, eh, how the rest going to be? Because we have X-Men. What else do we have? Oh, Doctor Strange in November. Mm-hmm. Which that one might be good. It looks Could be. looks decent. It's got Ben Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> what? Nothing. That guy's name is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a ridiculous yeah. name. I wish I had a name that cool. You know what well, was not cool? Well, it was kind of cool, but they had Martin Freeman in Civil War, mm-hmm. and he did, like, nothing. Well, like, who was he? He played some government guy, but mm. he only had, like, two scenes, so I was like, oh, I feel like that's a waste of the Martin Freeman. And they just announced uh, today that they're going to have Ewan McGregor in Season 3 of Fargo. He's going to play two characters, so I was stoked about that. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, they're getting such good billing for that show. It's crazy. It's because it's such a well-written show. No, it's a great show. Don't get me wrong. And they, they definitely, they should be getting good billing for it. It's just, it, like, they started out with Billy Bob Thornton. Like, wow, cool. That's amazing. He, they got Billy Bob Thornton on TV. Well, and that, him and Martin Freeman and, not that it's that hard to get Colin Hanks, but <laughs> Colin right. Hanks and, yeah. And no, Kristen yeah. Dunst in season two. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. No, they've had a bunch of, like, fantastic people, so... And season two was, did you watch season two? No, not yet. <sighs> Don't roll your eyes at me. You haven't watched half the shit that I've told you to watch either. Like what? Man Seeking Woman. I tried. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I did. You're full of shit. It wasn't on. <laughs> That's how you try. Yeah. I tried. Well, oh, no, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I turned on the TV. It's not in Netflix. I turned on the TV. No. It wasn't on. No. I tried. I gave it my best shot. <laughs> Don't be a cunt. I tried it because it wasn't on. I tried on Netflix. It wasn't on there. Uh huh. I downloaded FX Now. Uh huh. It wasn't on there. 
I downloaded the Fox one. It wasn't on there. Uh huh. So unless I do it illegally, which I have not done in a long time, it wasn't on. I don't, I don't. <laughs> it's not on Hulu. I don't believe you. I'm serious. Yep. Don't believe you. <laughs> Cause I think I even showed Stephanie previews about it. Cause I'm like, Sam says we should watch this show. Yeah. It's really fucking funny. Anyway. I would like to watch it. Just like I'd really like to watch season two of Rick and Morty, but that one is also not on. Uh, I think I gave you Dead Man to watch. You know, I don't think you ever watched that. Uh, Science of Sleep, you never watched that, but you had it for like three, four years. Uh, Dead Man, is that the Johnny Depp one? Mm-hmm. That's in my Netflix queue. Yeah, you should watch it because it's really good. And you'll watch it and you'll go, oh shit, there's a lot of similarities to The Revenant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> watch that fucking movie. Maybe I will. It's in my Netflix queue. I've been busting ass through a ton of movies. Oh, I watched, um, it was an awesome one. It was called, uh, Scenic Route on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? Nope. Nope? Nope. It was messed up. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally the story is about, like, two dudes who are driving together and then their car breaks down in the desert. And then what happens after that? And it's like, it's not a horror movie, but it's got horror elements to it and kind of suspense. It, like, fucked up Stephanie. Like, really? Yeah. She was all traumatized after it. <laughs> but mm. it was a good movie. And then I watched, uh, oh, oh Bernie. <laughs> you ever watched that one with, uh, Jack uh, Black? Jack Black, yeah. yeah. We, that's a, based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't seen it. That was really good, too. I watched that's that a, one. That's a dark one, ones. too. Yeah, he, well, yeah, it's got moments, but. Yeah, he's like, love, it's kind of, like you said, it's based on a true story and they actually have interviews with the townsfolk of where it happened and everything. But yeah, he's like this, uh, funeral home assistant director thing and he meets this older woman and, um, she was like a bitch, like no one liked her at all and he ends up killing her and then like the whole town is supportive of him having killed her and they don't want him to go to jail, so... The prosecution actually moves the trial. Usually it's the defense that moves the trial because they don't think they'll get a fair trial. The prosecution moves it because they don't think they'll get a fair trial to a different city. And, um, but yeah, it was really good. Hmm. So yeah, we've been cranking it through. Yeah. Movies that's lately. good. Yeah. That's good. But not Dead Man. Of course not. No. No. Why would you ever watch anything that I've recommended <clears throat> to you? Well, you know, and I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. What do you think of that season so far? It's good. It's good. And it's, it hasn't been, I don't know, it hasn't been, it's been what? I don't know. There hasn't been anything on it that's kind of made me gasp or surprise me or, I mean, it's, it's good. I'm not complaining. It's, it's well written. It's still well acted. Still a lot of great stuff. One of my friends like freaked out about the, about Ramsey feeding the dogs, uh, that, that, that baby. And I was like, uh, yeah, they've done way worse on this show already. What do you mean by like freaked out? Like he's, he just said it was like one of, he said it was one of the first scenes that he'd ever seen on H, on HBO, uh, that he couldn't watch. They, or he, or he had trouble, it. or he had trouble watching. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't, they, they didn't show anything. Like, and I, I, I reminded him, like, well, way back in the day, that guy was giving the babies to the white walkers. Like, and they were coming and taking the babies. And he's, and I, well, I said he was feeding them the baby. He goes, well, they weren't eating the babies. I was like, yeah, but you don't fucking know that. As far as you know, he would put the babies out there. Skull fuck that baby, right? As far as he, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's what could have happened. <laughs> exactly, they could have whites could have been coming out there and just raping babies left yeah. and right. Yeah, no, that's in the ear, the nose, the mouth, <laughs> I mean, just fucking everywhere. You don't know. 
Those things are dead. They're fucking but crazy. The, the point, the point being that like that they actually like showed the baby like crying. Whites mm-hmm. come up, steal the baby, run off with it. Okay, well now what's happened to that baby? Like your imagination makes it much worse. Skull fucked. I don't know. Dude. I don't. I didn't. I it wasn't. It wasn't a scene that like affected me more than anything. I mean, more than watching the mountain crush that dude's head. Or <laughs> I mean, that, that shit was real. Like that was <laughs> that one traumatized me. Like. That one in the red wedding, I I knew it was bad because I woke up the next day and I thought about it when I like woke up and I was like, "That's fucked up." Yeah, it was it was like <laughs> shocking, like hmm. yeah. But that that scene, I I don't know why it just didn't affect I, it. It affected me in the sense like, oh man, that guy's fucked. Up. But I think I think the thing with with Ramsey is I'm so fucking sick of seeing how terrible a person he is like i i'm i'm like i, yeah, I fucking I got it. get I get it, it. <laughs> like he castrated the dude he flays people alive i i get it he's a dickhead like you don't have to keep showing the dickish things that he does although then, it, was, it was pretty then, funny in what was it, the first episode when it, that girl that he was sleeping with his dad yeah and he's like oh, i'll get revenge you were so wonderful and great and they're like what would you like us to do with the body burn it He's like, feed it to the dogs. It's good meat. And I was like, ooh, that's cold. That's ice cold, Ramsey. Well, that's what, that's just the thing. That's his thing. That's all, and, and all they ever do with him, every, every scene with him is like, here's how fucked up this guy is. Here's how fucked up. And, and it continues. It even continued on the last episode when he, that, the, when the old, um, wildling came in and she's like, ooh, like, what, all, what is that? All, she's a, she comes in. She's like all seducing him and everything. And is that she, how you just seduce someone? Ooh. <laughs> well, oh, turn me on. Anyway, Ooh. she's seducing him, and she like climbs on top of him, and tries to stab him, and she he just stabs her in the throat, and then wipes his knife off and eats an apple with it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he's a fucking dick. I know he just fucking kills people. He has no regard for human life. I don't care. Like I don't, I don't need you to keep showing me that. I get it. Just, I was so happy when she came back too, and then all of a sudden she's just fucking dead. Yep. I was like, oh. Oh, well, there we go, I guess. Although I figure it must have been John and Sansa's fault because they finally reunited that episode. So I was like, oops, something bad's got to happen now. Oh, yeah. Got to have balance. Balance in the world of Game of Thrones. Yeah, any time there's some sort of um, return of, of, of House Stark, you're like, yeah, no, that's time. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I, I have enjoyed this season a lot more than season five i definitely enjoy it I, I i didn't have a problem with season five i've enjoyed every season equally i just think some of them have some more of those moments that kind of knock you back than this one this one hasn't had any of those moments that have blown my hair back just holy shit that i didn't expect that yeah just blow the hair back it's like woo! look at that it's Blown a way it's a phrase <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. Much like, you know, a sailing train. <laughs> it's, it's had a lot of really, like, uh, there's been a lot of death already in this yeah. season. Bolton killing his dad. And... But that's par for the course. Like, people die all the time on the show. I think, I just think that sometimes the deaths are shocking. Sometimes you're like, yeah, it probably, that was probably coming. Yeah. And so far, there hasn't been any deaths in this season where I've, I've gone, yeah, that I did not see that coming at all. I and John, that. even even John Snow returning to life, I was like, well, "Yeah, duh. yeah, of course." Everybody knew that was going to happen. Of course, that was going to happen. Yeah, but if he had returned, that 
yeah, it would have been terrible, but everybody kind of knew that he was going to. I thought he might, because I'd, I'd, uh, I haven't read all the books, and I keep saying I will, but I haven't. I've heard he comes back in his in his dog in the books. I heard he comes back in, in the wolf, in the dire wolf. But um, so it's kind of, I thought maybe they'll go that route. That'd be kind of a surprise for me for HBO to actually do that. I, yeah. I think they'd probably just, no, just assume. Oh, a dog. Right. Just, I, I figured they would just assume. Um, but then they kind of, like, it was almost as if they were hinting at it. Like, they're because like, the dog was there. Right. Well, they were showing him and the dog was like there and he was kind of like whining. And I was like, are they going to actually fucking do that? I, I really kind of put that past them. And then, of course, he did his fantastic breath of air yeah <laughs> they just killed me and now I'm naked on this table oh that was terrible when they killed him I hated that shit I know it's so funny too we were this talking at work watch. <laughs> we were at work and this was before he came back to life I was like he's gonna come fucking back to life you know what He's gonna kill all those motherfuckers. And they're like, no, he's Jon Snow. I'm like, he's gonna kill them all. And you know who's gonna kill too? He's gonna kill that little fucking kid. Little asshole fucking kid who stabbed him in the end. Yeah. They're like, no, he's gonna be Jon Snow. He's gonna be like, we can rehabilitate him. I was like, no, fuck that kid, man. Kill that kid. Left him hanging And then he by killed him. And I was like, yeah, Jon, take that kid out. Yeah, he almost had a change of heart too. Close. It's like, don't you do it. Don't you do it. You no. hang, hang, hang that fool by the neck. Backstabbing bastards. Hang him. Yeah, no, that part was that part was good. I like it too when uh, Bryn was talking when she came in there in this last episode, and they're like, "Oh, how'd you know that Stannis said this?" And she's like, "Oh, he told me right before I executed him." And they're like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "Yeah, that's right, Bryn. You tell him." Yeah, it's nice to see them all. Bryn doesn't fuck around. Yeah, it's nice to see them all coming together, kind of, and all the stories kind of mashing up and moving forward. <laughs> yeah. What? What are you laughing about? Nothing. The no. story's... They're crashing into each other. Was Shit's happening. Your, was that your thunder sound? Yeah. No. Just lightning. Lightning Stuff's doesn't happening. make a sound. <laughs> I know. That's what I said earlier. And you act like I was lying. But no, it's nice to see. And I hope that the whole church thing ends soon at Knight's Landing or whatever. Because that's getting old. King's Landing, yeah. King's Landing, yeah. Getting old. Yeah. And after this last episode, it sounds like they're going to go in there and rape the fuck out of him. So, well, yeah, they, it it sounds like they're going to go in there and do something, but it sounds like the odds are up against them. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing what how, they how have. Like it. sticks, they're a bunch of sandaled wearing pussies with sticks. Yeah, yeah. Just send the army in there that you have and just yeah. murder the shit out of them. He said he's got five thousand men though. <laughs> He said 5,000 to R2,000. Yeah, whatever. He's a liar. <laughs> whatever, indeed. A bunch of goofballs of sandals. Well, we uh, we wandered a bit there, but we are just about at our time. Is there anything you would like to add to this episode that is uh, close to two months after our last episode we released? Yes. What? Nothing. Don't fucking lose it. Don't fucking lose it. <laughs> and I won't talk about Daenerys coming out of the fire. Yes. Oh, let's talk about that then. Talk about her coming out of the fire. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> what was cool about it? Well, it was cool because she went in there and I was like, man, this bitch is talking a lot of game. Yeah. How's she going to back that up? And I thought a dragon was going to come down and go, roar, like rip off the ceiling and go, roar. 
gonna fucking fire and yeah. And she just burned them all alive instead. Yeah, and then she did that instead, and I was like, oh shit, Daenerys isn't messing around. No, but then she's got that army, and then all those other. She's got so many fools under her control now. She better be rolling up into Westeros, just kicking some ass. She's rolling deep, rolling deep. Yeah. Oh, she got out of murdering all those fools. Everybody bowed to her. Ah, she's like a goddess, man. She came out of the fire. Yeah. Naked. Yeah. Out of the fire. Came out of the fire, titties blazing. No, they weren't on fire. No, but I just thought that was a fun thing to say. <laughs> if they were actually on fire, and she was like, my titties are on fire, my titties are on you fire. You know, say somebody enters a room, guns blazing, I just thought, well, Daenerys came out, titties blazing. Well, yeah, that's because they actually enter a room, guns blazing. Right. The guns but, are shooting. But the titties were blazing. <laughs> there was... There was fire behind the titties, but not on. Them. All right. Well, just shit on my happy day. 